3: Hi, everyone. Welcome to ENN.
1: Ray Rowe. On Tiwi. You know who
3: it's brought to you by, don't you guys? No. Sure you do. Tell us. Think think about it. Go down and see Michelle Scalise. And you know what to do when you get there.
2: Come
0: get
3: some. Yeah. Am I right or am I right? Yeah. Uh, Let's start off tonight's big ENN by saying good evening to my good friend, Michael.
1: I got peas in there.
3: Let's say good evening to Don. I like Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had a pretty clean day, I see. Oh, it was a good show.
1: It really, came out it of was Really solid.
0: Michael, there was just something about it.
1: It's like, like turning back the clock. If I can turn
3: back time. If I could
0: find
2: <laughs> a way...
3: Wow, you really struggle with that last note.
1: <laughs> no, I, I hit it the way I wanted to. Struggle would not be a way I would Excuse describe me? today.
3: No, and so you, and you guys came out hot, football hot, and
0: I missed it. That hurts. Mm. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Productive meeting. Very. Really.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. Things were said. <laughs> Things were said. Guys, how about? Jim Harbaugh to the L.A. Chargers. Oh, it's happening. Oh, sure, we found out last night. Here's Shefty on SportsCenter.
2: Well, I think that Atlanta would have been awfully attractive, and I think it was more appealing to him than people realized. But ultimately, in the end, Scott, with the Chargers, I think you start with the fact that he got along with the Spanos family. If He's been around that team that was the last team in the NFL that he played quarterback for. He knows the family and... When we talk about playing quarterback for the Chargers, Jim Harbaugh is a big Justin Herbert fan.
1: Great hire. You love it. Oh, I think they're going to be instantly relevant. I'll say
3: this. You guys know how I feel about the college hire. Don't feel the same way, though, about old Jimbo.
1: Because Because he's had success in the NFL.
3: In San Fran. Yeah. Meanwhile... His brother, John, he's going to go on ahead and play in the AFC Championship game this weekend uh, with the Ravens. Here's uh, Coach Harbaugh on his brother, Coach Harbaugh, getting the Chargers job.
2: My thoughts are we play him next year. So uh we're looking forward to uh, all of it. You know, I just very happy for him, proud of him, excited for him, excited for his family. Uh he I I heard my, my mom and dad told me that he called back in the evening and he found out that uh, all of his kids, starting with Addie and Katie, had their bags packed already. They're ready to go. So they're excited too. So it's gonna be great. He's well deserved and uh I'll say this, the Chargers just got themselves one great coach.
1: That should be a fun matchup next year. Yeah, they were packing, no no
0: offense to Michigan, but You know, in January, they probably looked outside and go, where are you going, Dad?
3: L.A.? Let's pack. Big day for uh, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer coaches. Dave Canales gets the job for the Panthers. He was the Bucs OC who really transformed that offense this past year and obviously got a lot out of Baker Mayfield, which not many people expected. And then... The Falcons plan to hire Raheem Morris as their head coach. He was, of course, part of Dan Quinn's Falcon staff from 2015 to 2020 and took over as interim coach for the final 11 games in 2020. Did not do great. And now it's not Belichick. It's going to be Raheem Morris. Here's Adam Schefter on Get Up. What could happen to Bill Belichick?
2: This is purely speculative, I wanna be very clear, and we're just throwing this out there, having some fun, but we've heard over and over about the possibility that at some point in time, Andy Reid could walk away from football. So if the Chiefs were to win the Super Bowl this year, could that, would that make him more likely to walk? And if he did walk at that point in time, and you're the Kansas City Chiefs, and Bill Belichick were still sitting out there, would that not be an interesting possibility if that's what Andy Reid decided to do, to go take a run and arguably the greatest coach of all time, and to replace one legend with another. Again, we're having fun. We're throwing things out there. Fun! That's interesting to watch if the Chiefs can find their way to win the God. Super Bowl. You know what's interesting? What
1: Tannenbaum said kind of surprised me. The enemy didn't even keep the job as offensive coordinator. He was going to Yeah, come that one, coach. That,
0: I disagreed with that. I. Well, he didn't lose
1: the job away, as coordinator. I said, does that really scratch the itch for Bill other than you know, beating Shula? You know, if he goes and wins the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes, big deal. At, at that time, Mahomes could have three. I mean, you'd be on the same thing. Well, he can't do it without an unbelievably great quarterback like Brady or Mahomes.
3: Oh. I also think it's a weird move for the Chiefs, who obviously know they have all this stuff that's in place because of Reed. Listen, maybe it doesn't make sense that they go back and get the enemy, who's already left the organization. But, guys, it does seem like a really aggressive move to pay a ton of money to bring Bill Belichick in and have the big shadow that he casts when you already would have this team uh, as a Super Bowl champion? I, I don't know. I don't, it's well, a fun thought, but it doesn't make sense to me.
0: But also, think about it from Bill's perspective. Think of the pressure he'd be under. There's already people who go out there and say, he hasn't won anything without Tom Brady. Look what happened in Cleveland. Look what happened after Brady left in New England. And then if he were to go and take over a Super Bowl champion and miss the playoffs, not win the Super Bowl... Oh look at Bill! Can he's done? Like that's a lot of pressure to put on him, Michael. Any other team goes to Atlanta, goes to Seattle, get him in the playoffs. Like hey, got him in the playoffs. You know, look, good job. Maybe won the division. Nobody's gonna kill him if they get bounced in the first
1: round. Yeah, but I I hear what you're saying. I don't think that that would force him to say no. I I I agree more with Peter. Why, Why does Kansas City need Bill Belichick? I mean, they could get not not any coach, but they can get a coach and. You've got a great team in place. You don't need a great coach to take you over the edge. So. But wait, I don't, why did you? Why did you guys rule out the idea of the enemy?
3: Just because he made a lateral move to leave to go
0: yeah, to Washington? He
1: left, and, and 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 has never been able to get a head coaching job anywhere.
3: Well, did but I leave? wonder if. But the lateral move was more a a well, decision because of what could come from it, and Reed and him were on the same page with it. Like both yeah, they're on the it. same
0: page that hey, you know, if I win a Super Bowl next year, I might retire, so hang around another year. And this all be
1: yours. There was that insinuation that Andy Reid runs the offense anyway, so he wasn't getting the, the credit that he should have. So he goes and, yeah. See, that's, and goes to Washington.
0: That's why I felt there was motivation there to prove what he could do.
1: And also, but, this is a guy who, he can't get a head coaching job. But
0: I guess what it did hurt, right? He left to go to Washington, and if Andy decides to retire, okay, I'll just go back to Kansas City be the head coach. I mean, it, it, it he could still do that. And maybe maybe he just didn't want to have to – maybe Andy's been telling him, yeah, if I win a Super Bowl, I'll, I'll retire. And then he didn't retire last time. He's like, all right, I'm fine. I'm going to get out of here. Call, call me when you actually do retire. But in yeah, the meantime, I've got to build a resume someplace else because I get no credit here because you get all the credit for everything
3: Patrick Mahomes does. By the way, I was pretty impressive with the me to start, and then it kind of fell off a cliff with Sam Howell. Um, this is interesting. I know you guys spoke about this earlier. But I haven't heard the, heard the clip yet because I was in traffic. I was in yep. travel hell. Uh, Kevon Thibodeau, not to be confused with Sleepy Tom Bobos. This is Kevon Thibodeau. He was on 7 p.m. in Brooklyn. That is the uh, Carmelo and Marrow uh, podcast vehicle. Kayvon's thoughts about Saquon and Daniel Jones' uh, respective contracts. You pay Daniel Jones $40 million. Me? I believe. A lot of people was Jones. mad at that. A lot of okay. people was mad at that, but I was like, let listen. Me, let me tell you what I'm mad at, and it's the only thing I'll say about that. What I'm mad about is that Saquon, because if you look at The game, the tape, Saquon was responsible for at least 30% of our explosive plays. Oh, not more. Talking about the year we won the playoff game. So for me and for the integrity of working together and hard work and we all believe the same things, I feel like Saquon should have got paid first.
1: Now, here's what stands in my mind because I'm I'm an absolute freak. I've never heard anybody call him Saquon. (laughs) I've only heard the best announcers in the world call them Saquon Barkley. Not Saquon. But that's not the point of this. And Don and I went over this. He got what running backs get. And he was a victim of the salary situation where if they didn't come to an agreement with Daniel Jones, then he probably would have been able to go free. But since Daniel Jones signed his contract, that left the franchise tag open, and they smartly put it on Saquon Barkley. I mean, what don't you understand? Yeah.
0: And what I would ask Kayvon as a follow-up,
1: well, how much are you going to give him? All right, you pay him first. What are you giving him? And Don brought up a great point earlier, Peter. Mm. I mean, look at what Christian McCaffrey is, the type of player that he is. And then look at what he makes. It's not commensurate to what, like, a difference maker makes, but m- running backs aren't valued. So him making $16 million as a running back is outrageous. But it's not outrageous when you consider what what uh, what quarterbacks get, what wide receivers get, what defensive linemen get, what offensive linemen get. That's just the position you chose to play. I'm sorry. And don't compare yourself to McCaffrey. You're not as good as McCaffrey.
3: Well, I could argue it's almost it's almost ridiculous the other way. You're saying 16s a lot yeah, I'm, say- I'm saying it's crazy when you think about it, just the way the positions are valued, that it's only 16.
1: Well, that, well but, 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 but that doesn't help but,
0: Saquon's but
1: value. No, but no, point, it doesn't. It's, right. it's a position that's not valued in the NFL. Because McCaffrey, for what he does for that team, should be worth more than 16.
3: Also, when he says paid before Daniel Jones... I don't know what, what he means. What would the impact have been if they'd said right away... Let's say halfway through last season, which is when Saquon wanted to get paid. Saquon. They, they said, <laughs> We're gonna give you sixteen million a year like McCaffrey. Right. The next two years. How would that have affected Daniel Jones' deal? We've been told by everyone when we had this conversation that Daniel Jones money and Saquon money was like not the same.
1: The only thing that connected them was you'd have to use, you couldn't lose your quarterback. You would have used um the, the franchise post, tag. The, the franchise tag on him, and right. that would have allowed Barkley to go free. But he's was, what, not really free as long as the franchise tag is available.
3: And by the way, what would the franchise tag have been? Uh, for, then you still would have paid Daniel Jones, what, $35 million? Right. Yeah.
1: Which, which is like $20 million
3: more deal. Th-
0: than the value of the franchise tag for a running back.
3: Well, and it's all guaranteed, right? Right. Yeah. yeah what, what, it's I, what I said, year, though.
0: I'm not mad at Kayvon. He's obviously supporting his guy. Player, and, and players don't – players look at it like fans do. Look at what he is. Pay the man. But, and unfortunately, you don't have that ability as a general manager. you got to make the money work. And and I'm sorry, you can't do anything without a quarterback. Quarterback is way more important than a running back. I can find a running back. I might not be able to find a kid that's as good as as uh, and likable as Barkley. But to find another – all these people, it just, we, we would have been better off without Daniel Jones. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, last year because you were without him anyway. But what was, what was the plan? And how much would that quarterback have cost? And would that have worked? Now, obviously, you fast forward a year later and he was hurt and, and it didn't look like it was that great, but it also could have been the same year that it was last year and you would have said, boy, $40 million ended up being a bargain when you look at some of these quarterbacks and what they're making. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple.
3: Vic Fangio, not on the market long after leaving Miami, he will be or being asked to leave Miami. He will be the Eagles' new defensive coordinator. Guys, isn't it crazy though that the Eagles went completely down the drain after switching coordinators last season? And now they're going to do a, a complete reset again.
1: Well, they had to switch coordinators because they both got jobs, so and they didn't so, pick good ones.
0: I'm happy yeah, Patricia I mean, wasn't I, the answer. Him calling defensive plays. I think that Vic
1: likes being called the fange.
3: You, I'm pretty sure you you made that up.
1: Mm, you don't know. Doesn't mean he's wrong.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, in a good old conversation of lying or nah, mm-hmm. okay. let's hear from Giannis Antetokounmpo about the coaching change in Milwaukee.
1: You know, obviously, it's tough. You know, you build a relationship with people. And all of a sudden, boom! They, you know, they're not here. For a coach like uh, Griff, I think from day one, was everything was about togetherness. Was always leading this group into the direction that we set in the beginning of the year. And him not being here at the end of the day, you know, like we're human, it's it hurts everybody. But I then gotta go moving forward. We have a goal in uh, our head, which is to be the best basketball team that we can be. Obviously, there's a lot of high expectations from the ownership group, from the front office, from ourselves to be great.
2: And this is, this is the business of the NBA.
1: You know, one thing, they didn't quite manifest their sadness the way you would think. They what? you were talking about the dance classes of themselves, yeah. So a guy loses his job, whether he's going to get paid or not. A man lost his job, and you're, bunch, you're dancing around like a bunch of clowns before the game yesterday. Bad
0: look, well, man. Do they do that every game, though? I don't know. I'm asking. I don't okay. know.
3: But I you should have done it that game. The way, yeah, Don, I don't know. The way it played on social media, and who knows what that means, is that they were just super happy last night. Jerks. So it it looked horrible. But even beyond the dance, let's suppose they do that every night. Weird choice, but whatever. Is there really a world in which Giannis came to work and they were like, Giannis, got to tell you, man, sorry, Griff is out.
1: No, there's no world.
0: But I can also see a player not. Wanting to take ownership of that, yeah, they talked to me about it, and I was on board.
1: Oh, right. he would like, never admit it, but I'm sure he right. was consulted
0: so by not admitting it. It's either don't talk or do what he did. Tough day. You know, one day he's here, next day he's gone. Boof. You know, I, I, you know, you want to kill him for lying, but if you if it's a bad look to tell the truth, then what's your alternative? Silence or lie, and he'd get killed for both. It's a bad, so it's a lose lose situation for him. If he admits the truth, bad guy. He got a coach fired. If he doesn't talk, how does the best player on the team not talk after the coach was fired? And if he lies, how dare you lie? Why don't
1: you tell the truth? How could he win? It's not Magic a won. Magic, Magic came right out and said, either he goes or I go. Well,
0: With that was West somebody said. that wanted to take ownership of
1: it. Yeah, he he took it.
0: But he's not. I I love Giannis, but he's not Magic.
1: I don't know why Magic, I love, Magic James. Accent. love you. Magic of Jay's accent,
3: love it. I love it. Well, we don't hear. I mean, you know, in, our, in the public consciousness in America, we don't hear from Greek people all that often. It's a it stands out accent. a bit. Yeah, it Jimmy does. the
0: Greek was on the air every Sunday. No, oh, no, no, thing. Don. No You're right. That's no.
3: There's multiple reasons why we shouldn't go down that road. <laughs> well, come on. No, no, I know, I know. He was called Jimmy the Greek for sake.
0: I know, but I, that it was a joke. Now, all of a sudden, we're you know. We're opening up Wikipedia and We're going over we're going over. People are going, Who's this Jimmy
3: the Greek? Ooh. Yeah, why is he from the um, Uh the Wizards, by the way, also have moved on from Wes Uncell Jr. I don't know why. They're just absolutely hard at basketball. They've promoted Brian Keith to replace uh Unsell Junior.
1: Wasn't that an actor? As Brian Keith of a Family Affair. There you go. Not
3: to That's be confused be with Brian O'Halloran from Clerks.
1: Who's not to be confused with Kevin Smith?
3: Well, it was close. <laughs> Who's not to be confused? And so he can with. make
0: fun of me because it is a no family affair. Well, you missed out.
3: It's so a
0: call. Oh, you yelling at, at me, at me or Peter?
1: I'm right, yelling at Peter. Oh,
3: well, I know family affair. I know family affair. The song by Mary J. Blige. Well, that's not it. Produced
1: well, that's by Doctor Dre. From the the, the family right. affair song at the beginning of the show was. For me, I don't
0: know about Michael because he's older. That that was like that was something you probably saw on if you stayed home from school.
3: Well, listen, I don't I, the family affair music. I can't speak to, but uh, Anthony or Jacob, can you guys get us the current affair music? Because Don, that could be useful for the right news story, couldn't it? You remember that
1: the old current affair?
3: Yeah, when it would go. Right. It it terrified me, Current Affair. I don't know why. I don't know if that was the goal, but every time a Current Affair came on, I think it was. And they had that triangle
1: spinning at you.
3: Yeah, that spinning triangle. Like tonight on a Current Affair, and it would you know be like John Benet Ramsey or the Michael Jackson trial, whatever it was. All of a sudden, it seemed extra scary because of that that sound.
1: It wasn't. It it was more of a pyramid spinning at you than a triangle. That's right. I believe it was a a spinning pyramid. Um,
3: speaking of which, let's go to Luka Doncic. What, what was that? Was that it? There it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dom. Oh, I got to think of the right coming. stories to the, where, that 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 garners the current affair sound. Let me try it on this Donc- Doncic story. Okay. All right, guys. Now, now we look into a very frustrated Luka Doncic.
1: I'm not going to say what he said, but I knew you were going to be the first one to put out something like that, so I just saw it, man, it's just funny. You always seem to be the first one to put some bad stuff about me.
2: First of all, 99% of the stuff I've written about you has been good.
1: I don't don't know.
2: I was sitting two rows behind us.
1: All right, so it was the only thing he was, that time he said something, the only thing? That was what you reacted to. Yeah, I was hearing the whole first half, right? Oh, you didn't hear anything. He was definitely hollering. Okay, there we go. That's
3: Why 20%? did you ask for the fan to be ejected? You-
1: because he was cursing me the whole first half too. That's
3: Why do not you ask for you- Loki be ejected in the first half then?
1: Because I never would eject a fan. They pay for tickets, but I had enough. You know, <laughs> it's a little bit of frustration. If
3: you turned your head and looked over at him after he said that. That's, I mean, that's what we saw.
1: Yeah, that's fine. The, the, guy, the bad guy in the media, right? It's all right. You're fairly,
3: you're fairly portrayed in the media?
1: No. <laughs>
3: all right, so Luca. What Luca's referring to. I think to Kyrie's there.
1: whispering in his ear.
3: Yeah. Uh, Lu- uh, yeah Kyrie was like, hey, Luca, let me tell you about this Tim McMahon character. And let me tell you um, the media. So that's, that was Tim McMahon having an exchange with Luca Doncic after Luca um, asked for a heckling fan to be ejected. Now, it was in the middle of a, a collapse by the Mavericks, who lost 132 to 109 to the Suns. Ugh. And it came to, after the fan uh, reportedly shouted, Luca, you're tired. Get your A on the treadmill. Luke had had enough and asked the ref to eject. That's said
0: that fate. was
1: it. That's See, but he's saying that wasn't it. But if that was it, that's weak. You don't you don't throw somebody out for that. That's not that profane. Now, if he's cursing and saying something about your wife or your mom or whatever, then you have the right to throw him out. But those people pay a lot of money for those tickets. So, yeah, if someone- he says get your butt on a treadmill, that's not throw-outable. Someone can yell at Michael, hey, you've got a long head. He can't kick them out of a Yankee game. It's
3: not oh, right. that
1: pe- I have had people kicked out for that, yeah.
3: <laughs> That's ENN brought to you by Security Dodge. Shop 24 7 at securitydodge.com for, and they're starting something new sales event.
1: We have a big football Friday tomorrow. The specter of Bill Belichick over the, uh, the sport. It's going to be great. Please tune in. We make our picks. See you, everybody.